Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is hour number three, Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi and Bebefe hanging out here at the VSIN studios at the South Point Hotel and Casino. James Salinas out there in Colorado. James, we got a couple game sevens in the NBA. We got a couple game sevens in the NHL. We'll get to the NHL here later on this hour, but let's start with the association here. The Boston Celtics hosting the Milwaukee Bucks at BetMGM Boston. Four and a half point favorites. The total is 205 and a half. But we just learned about nine minutes ago. This is from ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski. Boston Celtics center Robert Williams is expected to be active for Game 7 versus Milwaukee. He missed Games 5 and Game 6 with left knee soreness. Now, we don't know if he's going to start. The starting lineups haven't been announced just yet, but... The fact that Robert Williams, the Time Lord, is active in this game is another boost for the home team. Yeah, he's coming off of that knee surgery that he had with his meniscus, I believe, at the latter part of the season. So still working himself through that. I was kind of surprised he got back as quickly as he did and, and maybe rushed it back a little bit too too quickly and experienced some soreness, probably swelling within there because it's not fully healed. But, I mean, this is elimination game. He wants to be out there. He's a competitor. He wants to bring something to this team. And ultimately, what does he bring? You know he's going to bring defense and rebounding and rim protection. That's the biggest piece here. He played the first three games in this series. Uh, did pretty well on the offensive boards. Averaged about six boards or yeah, roughly six boards per game. But it was his rim protection. He had... He had eight blocks in those three games. So being able to help Giannis, not that he's going to go guard Giannis out on the perimeter, but being able to rotate over into a help position there, uh, not only to, to 
try to adjust some of Giannis's shots if you can, if he doesn't get up above the rim on you. But also, he's got six fouls to give, as do a number of other players, in particular like Grant Williams got six fouls to give. Those guys are going to use them. Those fouls aren't going to do you any good if you end up losing mm-hmm. this game and take them home with you. You better leave them on the court. So Robert Williams being out there, yeah, we'll see how how effective he is just from a physical standpoint. Uh, if, he, if he was at 100%, he would have been playing the last couple of games, but he's definitely going to give it a go. So, yeah, whether he starts or not, he was he'll probably get out there, hopefully maybe for his sake, 20-plus minutes in this contest and another boost for the Celtics. I didn't see that move the number. The number's still sitting where yep. it was when we opened the program here at 4.5. A little juice towards the Celtics. I see some 15 cents in favor of the Celtics at 4.5, but uh, no, no really impact on that number. Yeah, if you want to bet the Celtics, do it at BetMGM there to to lay in that four and a half because pretty much everywhere across the market here in town, I'm seeing fives in favor of the Boston Celtics. But as it pertains to the total, we're sitting at 205 and a half, even some shops 205. What's the bottom on this total? Because we opened 209 and a half, already moved four and a half points, which is a massive move in a game of this magnitude, a game seven where there's a lot of liquidity in the market. And I agree with the move. Now it's way too short to get involved. And you already know where I stand with this game. I am not getting involved with it. I'm going to cross my fingers and do something else for the next three hours while that game's going on. I don't need the roller coaster of watching this Bucks trying to <laughs> trying to hit my futures ticket here. So that's been enough stress for me the last few games. But uh, for to this point here with Robert Williams, that's only going to increase the the defensive aptitude for for the Celtics in this matchup. Being able to try to help stop, try to stop Giannis getting to the rim, you know it's going to put his head down. When he starts to settle for threes, and he's done that occasionally on on certain possessions where Giannis is shooting the ball from beyond the arc, that tells you right there, in my mind, it tells me that he's starting to feel fatigue. And mm-hmm. when you feel fatigue, uh, your shot quality, you're, you know, you're, you're going to settle for shots. That's not his game. And, yeah, he has made a few of those. Uh, I don't know if that just kind of uh, – a bad omen there where he says, hey, I make him, I can shoot him. I think it's more so fatigue when he starts to t- settle for those long jumpers. But now having Robert Williams there within the rotation on the interior at the rim for protection defensively for the Celtics, just another boost for that roster going into this matchup. Another thing I didn't want to hear, I was hopeful that he wasn't going to play and because mm-hmm. I'm really hopeful that the Bucks find their way to win a game. Uh, I'm, more, I'm even more pessimistic now with Robert Williams being listed as active for this contest. You know, here's how I played this game here, and I'm curious to get your thoughts because I, before the postseason started, I bet Miami plus five ten, so a little over five to one to win the Eastern Conference. I liked that they had the home court advantage. I liked their path to the Eastern Conference final series. I didn't. I never feared Philadelphia for Miami. Then they had the one seed. They were either going to play Atlanta or Cleveland. So I was like, yep, they'll get through that game or that series rather easily. So I'm sitting with Miami plus five ten. And I wanted to hedge a little bit because I think whoever wins this game seven between Milwaukee and Boston is going to be the series price favorite next series in the Eastern Conference Finals, regardless of the home court advantage being favored for Miami. So I actually, the way I bet this game, Milwaukee-Boston, is I took the Celtics plus 150 to win the Eastern Conference, thinking that they're going to win game seven, likely going to win game seven. I know you're hoping for your Milwaukee Bucks futures there. So we're hoping that one of us at least will be in a good shape after the end of this afternoon. But I played the Celtics plus 150 to kind of almost hedge a little bit off of my Miami ticket. Is that kind of the right way to go about these things? I know a lot of people probably asking these questions as we get to the nitty gritty of the Eastern Conference Finals and then the NBA Finals here later next month. Yeah, I guess at least from that perspective, you're getting the plus price for at the plus 150, like you said. Mm -hmm. 
I'm and I'm looking at this and I'm wondering. I was looking. I wasn't sure what the schedule was going to be, but man, this is going to be a really quick turnaround. Whoever wins this game, and to your point, I, I think you're going to get you're going to have you're going to have action on both sides because I think it's again it's going to be the Celtics win this game. They're going to have to travel, whether it be the Celtics and or Milwaukee. The winner of this game today has to travel short turnaround to have to go down to Miami to play on Tuesday. I mean, this has been such a high level. These games have been very physical, too. They've been incredibly physical basketball games. And how much is and, you know, both these teams are going to leave it out there today. How much is going to be left in the tank in such a short turnaround, roughly, let's just call it 48 hours, two days later, having to go on the road and travel. I, at least for me, I mean, that might be a spot where I'll be looking to jump in on Miami in that first game. Regardless, we'll see what the numbers look like and who it is that they're actually going to face. But, yeah, that's a lot of energy expended. And this has been, again, such a physical series for both of these teams, in particular inside the three-point line. Wow, it takes a lot of effort and energy to have to go through that and get through that game seven, not only from the physical standpoint, but also the the emotional standpoint. Such highs and lows with the way that these teams have traded games throughout this series, winning and losing, and plenty of games being won on, on the visiting, uh, you know, uh, as the visitor on the road. Yeah, I, I wonder what's going to be left in the tank for either of these teams once they get to Miami that quick of a turnaround on Tuesday. And that's the thing that I was debating with in my head. I was almost like, should I wait? Because they're going to have to play that game one in Miami. But I'm just right. curious to see what the series price will be. Like, if it's Boston and Miami, what do you think a series price would be? Are we looking at, like, Boston minus 170, minus 185? Like, like where, where are we? where's the neighborhood at least? Yeah, I – Boston will be the favorite. I'm really not. I'm really poor when it comes to trying to figure out where prices should be or would be. And well, I'm not even going to get into how some of these books try to adjust their prices when we're going through and leading up <laughs> to any kind of bet. But uh, you know, I, they'll be a short favorite, whether it's Milwaukee or, and in particular, for Boston. Boston will definitely be a short favorite. Mm -hmm. uh, but maybe if you're looking at Boston, maybe it is better to wait. Just yeah. feeling like, all right, could they lose that first game just from a, a not only from a physical standpoint, but just from a, the emotional standpoint? You're gonna, they're gonna be super high. They win this game. They've won the last two games to move on to the Eastern Conference Finals. There's gonna be a letdown just from an emotional, just from you know, psychologically, emotionally, physically. There's going to be a letdown. Now you got a quick turn to travel and just now flip the switch again to turn up that intensity while Miami has been waiting and resting for the last X amount of days before they actually get to play this game at home. Maybe that's the better time. It is to wait and jump in after that adjusted series price if Miami ends up winning that game. Yeah, we'll see if Miami's able to get Kyle Lowry back. He was dealing with a knee issue, or I believe a hamstring issue, I should say, yeah. uh, during these series against the Philadelphia 76ers. But this long layoff, this rest, might be able to help him out there so he can be available for game one. I believe that's going to be Tuesday night down there on South Beach, whether it's the Bucks or the Celtics playing in that series. The Golden State Warriors are waiting to see who will come out of the Western Conference semifinals between Dallas and Phoenix. Game 7 tonight, the Suns' six-and-a-half-point favorites. The total, 204-and-a-half, and that has been hit heavily toward the under after opening at 210. I know you like the underdog in this game. Yeah, the six-and-a-half, and it's still sitting there pretty much clean across the board. I do. I like the points here. I think for a team like Dallas, very young team for the most part, but 
built a lot of confidence. They play, obviously, much better, these young teams do at home. But sharing the wealth within those games where Luka didn't have to, and I think that's the key here for me with Luka, is we know he's able he, – he can – dominate any game, anywhere, it doesn't matter who the opponent or what the venue is, he has that ability just to take over a game and win it, put up 40-plus points, whatever he needs to do to win that game, hit the glass as well. Uh, but here for the Mavs, he didn't have to play a whole lot in some of those home games. He got to kind of coast that last game. They just, It was such a blowout in that second half against the Suns. And really, for the Mavs, in a sense, just going wire to wire with that game that the other side is the concern for me with Phoenix in particular with Chris Paul and the the energy that he's had to put out not only in this series but the series prior against the New Orleans Pelicans when there was no Devin Booker for the majority of that of that series and Paul really had to shoulder the load offensively and he was he was tremendous I think one game 14 for 14 from the floor just perfect game from Chris Paul but doesn't have a lot of miles. He's, he's getting up there in age, and he's going to have those kind of ups and downs. Now, I think he's tempered himself from the scoring process through this this series lately because the last four games hasn't really been looking to score. Devin Booker's back fully healthy. He's been trying to facilitate getting Aiton involved in the ball screens, rolling to the basket. Uh, that's going to be the key here for Paul. Can he, what kind of energy level is he going to be able to put out there? I think we'll see it early in this game from the Suns, but for the course of 48 minutes, four quarters in this game it's a lot to ask from Chris Paul not only for this series but all the energy he put out there in that last series six game series against the Pelicans yeah I don't know if my theory of this is wrong here but I, this feels to me like a game where I don't know if the point spread is going to come into play I think Dallas either wins this game or I think Phoenix blows them out it's kind of where I'm sitting at now six and a half is a very big window so you could shoot that middle there and Dallas could lose the game right. by four or five or so but to me I think if this is close I'm going to favor the team that has the best player on the floor. And the best player on the floor, in my opinion, is Luka Doncic. Devin Booker's a heck of a player, but Luka Doncic, Luka legend, could be the nickname after this evening here. Stay with us, though. We're going to take a quick break. On the other side, we go to the ice. Two games in the Game 7 in the NHL. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. 
Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my day. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. So visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back. This is Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Femi Bebefe hanging out here at the VEASAN studios at the South Point Hotel and Casino. James Salinas out there in Colorado. James, the NHL playoffs. We've seen quite a bit of Game 7. Saw three Game 7s last night there. I unfortunately bet on the Toronto Maple Leafs thinking that I could play against the choker narrative, and unfortunately, they went ahead and lost to the Tampa Bay Lightning 2-1. to one. But I don't think they choked. I think they just got beat yeah. by a really, really good team there in the Lightning. But we have two more Game 7s coming up here today. I know your Colorado Avalanche is sitting back, kicking it, waiting to see who they can get after. But the 4 o'clock game, puck drop, Pittsburgh taking on New York. The Rangers minus 120 at MSG. The Penguins plus 100 with a total sitting at 6. What say you? 
Sidney Crosby, upper body injury. We know it's a concussion. Uh, he did. He was at the skate around yesterday for the Pens non-contact jersey. Not that they were hitting any contact anyhow, but uh, he he. that's the question for me. We know what a, a tremendous player and a veteran that he is on the ice. And I think for the Penguins, it's really it's it's their front two lines. Their two lines are better than most any other teams in, in the NHL, and in particular against the Rangers. But, you know, all the Rangers – the all the momentum and the confidence right now on the Rangers side having won the last two games to get them to this point of this game seven and uh, feels like a game eight considering that first game was three overtime thriller that the pens took down but you know it's just not a super deep team and you've got some age you've got some experience for sure on that pen side but you also have some age too and uh, to me that it's the Crosby I suspect he's going to play if he was at the skate around but we just never know that's the one challenge in the NHL, Femi, we they just they just don't you don't get to know anything. It's not like how the NFL does with the practice reports and the injury reports. Mm-hmm. And we know those get manipulated too in the NFL. You think about Bill Belichick and pretty much his entire roster is listed as questionable each and every week throughout the NFL season. But it, I just don't know what the status of Crosby is going to be. He's so impactful for and not only in this game, but so impactful for that Penn's offense. I, I don't think I'm going to get involved with this thing here. I, I mean, I kind of lean the Rangers, even if Crosby is out there. Uh, it's going to be a great environment. It's going to be a fun crowd. I'm looking forward to just watching it. And I mm-hmm. think for me, probably just watching it from a fan's perspective as opposed to trying to get in and find an angle to bet. I feel like this is just a coin flip game. You mentioned the number sitting right around 120. So in a sense, that's kind of what that's telling you too as far as the, the price and the market is concerned on this matchup. I'd lean towards the Rangers at home just based on their momentum and the the questionable status of Crosby. Again, I kind of suspect he'll play, but we won't know until game time. Well, what about the total? Because the total right now is at six, the over minus 115, the under minus 105. And yesterday, last night in the three game sevens, it was the revenge of the under in the Stanley Cup playoffs after the over seemingly hitting in every single playoff game. Uh, would you lean toward the under in a game like this yeah. between the Penguins and the Rangers, minus 105, under six? Absolutely. It's it's is this is an elimination game, so you're not gonna be as you're not gonna especially on the defensive end, right, chipping in trying to sneak inside that blue line and pinching in there that yeah, maybe you're going to be mindful of not having any any you know odd man rushes for the other side if you're try, t- taking some chances here and you know the goaltending goaltending's been I guess the pens it's been kind of interesting just based on some of the entries that they've had but yeah it, anytime you're elimination game already I'm already more so of an under better than an over better for sure and that has not played out so far for most of these series in this first round of the NHL playoffs but you're talking about a game like this it's going to take seven goals to beat you the only concern I'd have is is just feeling like we know what the empty netters although we didn't see them really yesterday the the goaltenders didn't get pulled too far they weren't being pulled with like three, four, five minutes left in either any of those games yesterday. But that's always the uh, that's always my little hesitation now. But because it is game seven, there's so much on the line with this as an elimination game. It's the under or nothing for me. Get this stat here, uh, James. This is from Jonathan Davis on Twitter. He's the host of the Ice Cap over on Sirius XM NHL. He put this note out there. First period unders in the Stanley Cup playoffs are on a 12 to 1 run right now. Second period overs are on an 11 to 2 run. Third period overs yesterday went 0 and 3. So you can go first period under, second period over tends to be how we're betting these things in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Makes sense. 
if you're following the trends, uh, that makes sense to me, especially the first period under. Teams are not, mm-hmm. nobody wants to fall behind in an elimination game. So you're going to be a little more conservative as far as how much pressure you're really going to start to try to put on the net via five on five. So I think that makes sense, especially from the first period side with that under. But I think for, for me here, if I was going to do it, I have to know the, I have to know exactly what the status is for Crosby. And that's the fortunate thing. We don't have to make these bets before, before they drop the puck. We'll probably know what he's going to play. He's dressed. He's suited up. They're going to let you know, but ultimately you can wait till end game. But Crosby's just such a talent that he is going to have an impact on whether that for not only for the first period, second period, third period, for the entirety of the game, having Crosby out there, that's a big boost if you're looking at trying to play the over. Again, I'm leaning towards the under, but I'm probably just going to stay out of this contest. Femi, and just watch the game. I think it's going to be a fun game, a great environment, a, a really competitive contest. I'm just staying out. I just want to be a fan for this one. It's going to be a big sports day in the Metroplex out there in the DFW. Right now we have Jordan Spieth, one back at the Byron Nelson out there in McKinney, Texas. He's about to tap in for birdie here momentarily. We have the Dallas Mavericks in Game 7 against the Phoenix Suns. We have the Dallas Stars in Game 7 just an hour after the Mavericks play against the Calgary Flames. They need two screens for our folks out there in the DFW. But the Stars plus 165 north of the border. The Flames minus 200 with the home ice advantage. Puck drop 635. The total in this one, though, is sitting at five juice to the over. What do you make of this game? That has definitely moved because I took it at under five and a half. I did lay juice at $1.35, and I had to pay a premium to get that under. Four out of the six games have gone under that total in this matchup with the two of them being 42. And one of, was it the, was it game five? I forget which game it was where it was right at the, or maybe it was game six, where it was right at the horn. The last goal went in to push that over four to two. I think it was the last game. Uh, but uh, same situation right here. But I think for both of these teams, that's the other part, too, is they both start from when you're talking about defense, it starts from the goal out. Both these goalies, in particular on the star side, have been sensational and goals have been at a premium. So that was I, I was kind of leaning towards the stars plus that number just because it it is not so much a coin flip game. Yeah, Calgary is at home, but. The stars have been so competitive. It's been this has probably been Femi. Hasn't this been really the most competitive series of all the series we've seen yeah. in this first round of the NHL playoffs? Yes, probably because number one, there hasn't been a whole lot of goals scored, so it's hard to have a blowout when you're just averaging a couple goals per game. But here, I think there's a, they've scored 23 goals total in the six games. So I I couldn't. I, I laid the number. I laid the 135 under five and a half. If they get to six, they beat me here. Maybe that happens. But right now, I'm not a big trends guy, just trends within this series, but more so just the matchups. And these matchups here, playing with the goalie out, both goalies have played well. Both teams are very defensive-minded. And, and there's plenty of veterans on that Dallas Stars team. So this isn't just going to be a game where they're just happy to be there come game seven. They've got plenty of experience and confidence to lean on. Does that Stars team, I was kind of interested in the plus 165, but I like the total better. If I'm playing a total, I'm usually not playing the side. I'm not doing those in-game or the same game kind of, whether it's a parlay or not, I usually don't have multiple bets within the same game. So I'm sticking to the under at five and a half, even though I had to pay 35 cents for it. Is this the year for the avalanche? Because right now over in the Western Conference futures market here, they're the odds-on favorites to win the West minus 115. To win the Stanley Cup, they're two to one at BetMGM. They've been really good for about three to four years now. Is this the year for Colorado? 
Well, it, the numbers are too short to play those now, way too short mm -hmm. to get in front of this, and especially you got to have to – still, it's not going to be an easy piece. Let's say it is the Calgary Flames. I think the Flames match up really well with the Avalanche, and the Avalanche are really – we know they've got speed. They've got great – they've got – they can score from so many different angles against you here, but – you know, I, this is a long layoff for these guys, too. They went right through their sea, obviously sweeping the um, or getting right through the the, the Predators here. Mm -hmm. The layoff kind of concerns me, but it's going to tighten up, so they're not going to have as many opportunities and uh, open looks at the net like they had in that first series against the Predators. That's not a foregone conclusion that the Avs even get out, out of the West, let alone win the Stanley Cup. But as far as those numbers are concerned, way too short to get involved for me. Yeah, I remember I had an Avs about 6-1 to one ticket last year during the playoffs, and I was like, hey, here we go. Then they ran into the VGK, and the rest was history there, as the Avs were history in the Stanley Cup playoffs, losing that series. So it's you never know. Even if a team looks really good, you never really know, because all it takes is one goalie gets hot, and you can't score. We saw that with the, the Toronto Maple Leafs. I mean, Vasilevsky for, for Tampa was not letting anything in there for, for Toronto, even though they were peppering the goal there. So the Stanley Cup playoffs, two game sevens, Getting underway starting at 4.30 later on this evening. On the other side, we turn our attention back to the diamond. The MLB card got some games getting underway in about 10 minutes. We'll discuss them next here on Betting Across America. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Spring Special is here. For only $59, you get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VEASAN.com. And subscribers will have access to all of it, including Adam Burke's daily MLB Best Bets. Jonathan Von Tobel will have Best Bets all the way through the NBA Finals. Andy McNeil will break down all the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll also have lots of NFL preseason coverage as well, not to mention continued Best Bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL and NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily Best Bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it, the cost is only $59. So be a subscriber through July 31st. So sign up now at VEASAN.com slash spring. Welcome back. This is Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Femi Abebefe hanging out with James Salinas out there in Colorado. James, let's get right down to it. We have a game getting underway in about five minutes on the diamond between the Boston Red Sox and the Texas Rangers. The Rangers right now minus 115 on the money line. Boston minus 105. The total sitting at eight. It's, it's difficult. Anytime you have an opener having to go in for the Red Sox, are going to put Austin Davis out there pulling him from the pen to go and start this game. I just, I, it's hard for me to try to figure out where do I want to go with this game. I'm already doing the – we talked about it earlier when we started the show. Like, Okay, the, the prop market for pitchers is pretty much dried up. Where am I going to go with this? We're seeing these unders just coming in night in and night out for the most part and getting involved today with the first five like i got three games right now in the first five looking pretty good with all three of those currently but 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 with the red Sox with davis it's just hard to project because you know he's just going to go out there for one inning and now you're going to rotate in there what are they going to do on that side for the red Sox? now on the other side for the rangers uh, martin perez has been very good he's only allowed two two earned runs in his last four starts and he's eaten some innings in those starts. He's gone 26 innings over the last four times he's taken the ball. So being able to eat some innings, I think for the Red Sox, this is just a team that's been very disappointing to, to start the season. And, and 
don't know how high the expectations were just considering what Toronto had done in the offseason, where the Yankees are, and how well the Yankees have been playing, especially the last couple weeks. Uh, but really disappointing season from the Red Sox perspective, just not being able to put together much of anything at the plate consistently. So kind of would lean towards the Rangers here, but not going to get involved just knowing it's a bullpen day for the Red Sox. The Kansas City Royals are in your neck of the woods there. The Rocky Mountains taking on the Colorado Rockies. Right now, Colorado minus 150 and the Royals plus 125. The total, because it's the Rocky Mountains, 11. Yeah. <laughs> 11 yeah. minus 110 juice each way. Uh, I, I don't know if I would really want to go under out there, but I don't think I can go over 11, though. No, I, I'm not going to get involved here either. I mean, for for Lynch, young pitcher here, and going to be his obviously it's going to be his first start in Coors Field. We saw how that turned out for Hernandez last night. They just let him eat innings and take a beating for for the Royals. They jumped all over, and Colorado jumped all over that. I think they they've said. They got tacos. I think here when you get seven <laughs> runs, you get some free tacos. I don't know exactly what the deal is at, at, at Taco Bell, but they got tacos, I think, in the second inning yesterday. They were flashing that up wow. there. So rough start there. They just let him get kind of beat up here now with Lynch. Young young fellow going to make his first start. It hasn't been too bad this early in this season, but it's it's so hard to get involved with a pitcher that hasn't from an opponent standpoint, it's always a challenge because you know it just doesn't. The ball just doesn't break as hard here as it does in other places because of the elevation. And a pitcher like Oscar Gomer, I mean, Gomer is going to be that guy that he was. I don't know if we call him the key piece in that deal. It was really just a, a completely one-sided deal with Nolan Arenado in that trade to the Cardinals. And I think fans always remember that he did pretty well last year, but. He's a he's an average pitcher at best is Go, is Gomer and, and it's just not a play I'm going to make I look at this and I just don't find anything but I, I can lean I I can see why it's going to be the Rockies as the the number that they're having and maybe that's where I'd go but I I don't really trust Gomer not at a dollar fifty if it's a little shorter maybe I would but I lean Rockies here but not for a dollar fifty they're they're giving the people tacos out there at Coors Field and like I'm jealous <laughs> now <laughs> have, have you gotten out to a game so no, far no this no 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 it's it's not you have to the next day and go sit in the drive-thru and get your free tacos. Uh, I, I don't know exactly what it is. I just know when that happens, they always ask, hey, free tacos, we want our tacos kind of thing. There you but, go. Um, they just, I think that was the second or third inning last night when I was watching the game. They just jumped all over her three-run homer in the first inning, and, and they're fully capable. And I think that's the challenge for pitchers coming into Coors Field if you haven't pitched there before, and same with Hernandez last night, same with Lynch today, making his first start at Coors. There's no history between, obviously, with Lynch and the Colorado Rockies, and especially on the road. It's just hard for opposing pitchers to come in, especially if you throw a lot of breaking stuff. It just doesn't – It's the spin is not – it just doesn't break here with the thin air the way that it does it elsewhere. So it's layoff, no play for me. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm like, if they're giving tacos out, I'm like, I'm gonna go fly to Coors Field. But if you have well, to wait, you gotta the next go. Day so I'll and... tell you, I'll tell you this. So if you do come, I'm just gonna get a little, uh, the little plug. There's a, a restaurant right around the corner, right there on Lerma. It's a block or two blocks away from Coors Field. Uh -huh. It's called Mexico City Best deep fried greasy tacos perfect Ooh. for sunday morning uh, if you need a little medicinal for you it's great it's those are <laughs> tremendous tacos a shout out to mexico city right there on 21st and larimer greasiest tacos best tacos in all of denver that's absolutely <laughs> wonderful there for our folks in the rocky mountains if you're not i wrote it down and i live hours away but <laughs> folks in the rocky mountains mexico city the the, the greasy yes, medicinal that, that you need after absolutely. a late saturday evening uh is always needed every now and then the good stuff there uh, from James 
A's and the Angels. Let's go over to the ALS. This game gets underway 107 first pitch out there in Oakland. The Angels minus 130 on the road. The A's plus 110. The 110 might be for the amount of people that might be in attendance at the game there. The total sitting at seven. Um, what do you make of this game out there in the ALS? Yeah, I wanted to see what the lineups were going to be here. And it looks like it's a full lineup for the Angels. And uh, that's always the key, right, with, with Ward. And Ward has now taken, taken over at that leadoff spot. And he's been tremendous up there setting the table for Trout. And whether it's Trout hitting second or Otani hitting second and third, I think it's really Rendon has been the one that's been – they're waiting for him one of these years to start hitting the baseball coming over from Washington. But, I mean, I don't, I don't want to – I'm looking at just the matchups here. And Otani has hit very well. Again, all these are going to be short sample size. But Otani's really hammered Frankie Montas in his career short time but six six out of 18 he's hitting 333 with two home runs and seven rbis the one thing about the angels they lead baseball with home runs they also lead baseball with strikeouts and when you have that top heavy hitting lineup up there but with ward setting the table i i'm not going to go against this angels team that lineup is really stacked i'd uh, be angels are nothing for me here femi speaking of stacked lineups the phillies taking on the dodgers this afternoon the dodgers minus 145 philadelphia plus 120 the total sitting here at eight and a half over at dodger stadium wow i mean the phillies coming in going for the four game sweep in chavez ravine against the dodgers they have hammered the baseball 29 runs they've scored the dodgers coming into this series femi had the collectively as far as a, a pitching staff the best team era in all of baseball not anymore. 29 earned runs given up in the first three games to the Phillies, and in particular, Bryce Harper. He has just he, he has come back and hammered the Dodgers in all three games. He's got a home run in each of these games. He's got three home runs in the series. He's got four doubles in this series, eight RBIs. I don't suspect we'll see. I don't think he's going to get a pitch to hit today. They may just automatically, Kelly Leak-wise, just, hey, go ahead and walk him. Bases loaded. Yeah, walk the guy. Don't worry about it because he's been beating us up in this series. But for the Dodgers, you know, not only so much for this game, but now you've you you have Kershaw on the shelf. Guys have to step up. Urias was not able to. I mean, rough game for for Julio yesterday, and then your Aaron Nola. I think that's the one thing for me is Nola is. I don't know. It feels like when are we going to see? He's been really up and down so far this season, and maybe with the ball the way that it has been, he's been more of a fly ball pitcher this year than he has in in years past. It's just not able to command the ball and keep the ball down in the strike zone. If anything, might be looking at this way at the way the Phillies have been slugging the baseball here, and for Nola getting the ball up in the air there is Shavaz Ravine. I think we might see some runs scored in this game. It's sitting at eight and a half. It's a little high, but with the way the teams have hit in the baseball, in particular for the Phillies, do you want to go under? I don't want to go under. I'd lean towards the over here. Sunday night baseball tonight is the Cardinals and the Giants out there in the gateway of the West. The Cardinals plus 125 at home, San Francisco minus 155, total of seven. Yeah, any time I was looking at the forecast for this, and there's a chance for some rain and intermittent rain where you might start the game or they'll delay the game and or they might start it and then have to, have to pause it. And that's always my concern when you have a game that – 
it might be interfered due to weather, especially if you're betting on starting pitching, and most times we are. And it's a really interesting pitching matchup. Rodon going against Wainwright. I'm hopeful they can get this game in and that they don't have to pause it. Because if you start and then they have some kind of extended rain delay, now you're not going to see your pitchers back out there. So a lot of times that's the first thing I look at. What does the weather look like? We've seen a lot of rain, especially last week, all the doubleheaders that had to go out there. But if anything, I'd probably lean towards the Giants in this matchup and just feeling like from the, the pitching staff, we've seen a very consistent Carlos Rodon, just like he was last year for the White Sox. He's been very consistent so far this season, too. His ERA is sitting at, at just a buck 80. Very good pitching matchup tonight. I'd lean towards the Giants in that game. There you go. The San Francisco Giants on the road in St. Louis. On the other side, we're going to play a little dealer's choice. Big, broad questions here as it pertains to betting. We'll discuss them next year to close the show out. Final segment, Betting Across America, coming up next. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my dance, <laughs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Discover BetMGM, the king of sports books. Sign up today and win $200 if you place a $10 wager on any NBA playoff game and either team hits a three-pointer regardless of your bet's outcome. Simply use bonus code CODE200 when you place your first bet to take advantage of this offer. Enjoy the playoffs more than ever with BetMGM. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit free bets expire seven days from issuance please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in mississippi nevada or new york welcome back this is the final segment of betting across america presented by bet mgm family of Bebefe here at the vison studios at the south point hotel and casino james salinas out there in colorado he's been rolling with me all morning long and james we were actually discussing during the break here we've been keeping our eye on the byron nelson going on right now in McKinney, Texas on the PGA Tour. We're a week before the PGA Championship. A week from today, it'll be the final round. That'll be a lot of exciting things happening over at Southern Hills. But I don't know if you manage a bet of any golf or anything like that, but this tournament, it's been a birdie fest. The guys are going low. Uh, right now, Xander Shoffley's in the lead at 22 under here, and there's about like 10 guys within like a shot or two of the lead. Any golf action for you here, or maybe you just stick to the majors? No, I stick to the majors, and when I stick to the majors, I'm tailing other guys. Golf is not <laughs> in my lane when it comes to being the handicapper. I'm going to follow guys like our like our buddies with long shots there yep. with Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds, Matt Humans, those folks. We have a lot of smart guys that know absolutely a whole hell of a lot more than I do when it comes <laughs> to golf. So if I do get involved betting – Betting golf, it usually is a major, but I'm tailing others. I am not one to, to give you any insight when it comes to what I'm looking at playing or betting for these majors. But definitely plenty of guys that I do tail, and I do have a couple of bets out for next week. Nothing on this tournament for today. There you go. Yeah, Dave Ross, West Reynolds will be following us here on VEASAN. They'll go from noon to 3 West Coast time, 3 to 6 over further on the East Coast out at Circa for betting across America out there. But, yeah, it's an interesting tournament to follow. I'll sprinkle a little bit, but like you, I don't handicap it myself. I mainly tell people who are much, much smarter than I ever will be in terms of golf handicapping. Um, but wanted to ask you about baseball here because we're not really – we're in May now, now entering in not the really the summer months or the the – uh, dog days of summer, perhaps, but 
the standings are interesting. The New York Yankees, not a lot of people love this team heading into this season. I don't think Yankee fans love this team. They're 24-9. and The New York Mets, right behind them, 23-12. and So Gotham City, the Big Apple, excited about what we got going on on the diamond. But then you see the usual suspects like the Astros and the Dodgers not too far behind them. And the question to me, from, uh, from me to you, is this. is wh- Who is the best team in baseball right now? Well, I think, right, I mean... If you look at, you're talking about the Yankees, and obviously right now, the way that they've been playing, and they even though they lost yesterday to the White Sox, they had won, they still have won 17 out of 20 games. But I think the difference with this Yankees team is that they're actually catching the baseball, and it starts behind the plate, and the battery that Sanchez, I mean, we saw Sanchez behind the plate, n- really poor mechanics and fundamentals back there to try to block any ball. He's just picking at things, no movement out there, not trying to, to, to move his feet and, or move his legs and you know be a big wall back there and round his shoulders to knock the ball down. It's been the defense, not only behind the plate, but also on the uh, in the infield. This is, this is a team that is not throwing the ball away. I don't think you could say that over the last few years, especially anytime that you're, you're struggling behind the plate to catch the baseball, that just kind of permeates out to the rest of the field because now pitchers have to be more precise with their pitches, feeling like, all right, I can't I can't spike this slider into the dirt here when I'm ahead one and two because I want it to get away because I don't know if I'm going to get the greatest of effort from our catcher back there. So I think that's, if, if anything, for the Yankees, we know how the team's built. It's built to, to play in the, the new Bronx Stadium there in Yankee Stadium, which is just a super short, you know, on both sides, both porches really short, and they're built to, to drive the ball and hit the ball out of the ballpark. Uh, but but I think this is a team that not only from their hitting perspective, but also the pitching side. I think the pitching has been the pitching has been really stellar so far this season. And it's you know we're what are we we're approximately five five and a half weeks into the season. But I think for the Yankees, it's been the pitching, and not just with Garrett Cole. We we expect what we're going to see out of Garrett Cole. But even with like Cortez, who's throwing today, Nestor's he's been dealing for this team. He's only had five earned runs in his first six starts of the season, and eating innings as well. So it's not just, well, we're going to go out there and outscore everybody and hit the ball over the fence. Hey, we can actually catch the ball this season, too, and we can throw strikes and get guys out. This whole humidifier thing and what's done to the baseball, the totals have gone low. We've had Adam Burke on our show quite a bit so far early on in this season here. He's the host of Runline, which check that out with Ben Wilson and Adam Burke later on tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern time over out at Circa. But the humidifier and what it's done to the baseball and all the unders that have been coming in early on in this season, do you think as the weather gets warmer, we'll start to see more overs? Or do you think that we'll just see the overs because the totals will be so low after what we've seen early on so far this campaign? Well, usually the pitching is ahead of the hitting to start the season. Yes, weather's going to play a factor in that too. But typically, the the pitcher it, it's going to take the hitters a little while longer to get themselves, their timing going at the plate. Uh, and I think this year is just really weird because of the, you know, the abbreviated, the abbreviated spring training. It just wasn't there for either the hitters to get their timing going, and also for pitchers just to start their stretch, their get their arms stretched out that they normally would have more reps within spring training that they didn't have because of the lockout. So. Not only coupled with those instances, I don't know what the baseball, though, is the ball, maybe it's a different ball that they're using right now in Los Angeles for these three games that we've seen the Phillies just tear the cover off the ball and see what's actually underneath it there. It's a cork <laughs> ball. I mean, the, that ball's been driving. And I think, I don't know, and there's always this little conspiracy theory in my head, Femi, when I think about things like that, where over the last handful of years, 
you didn't know which balls were actually being played at certain stadiums. And was it a juice ball? Was it a dead ball? Raised seams? Like, that's just concerning for me if you're trying to bet these games. If you're a fan, well, you it, you want to see you want to see runs. I mean, that was the whole point of what you saw back in the late '90s with the the home run fest going on. And say what you want about performance enhancing drugs, but it definitely captivated the the public watching baseball with the seeing the ball just continue to fly out of the yard the the way that it did in the the late '90s and early 2000s. Just wonder, yes, with the ball being here, the the motive for MLB to do this, and is the motive to say, well, we want to get more action on the bases, more balls in play, and teams start to to move guys around the base. Guys aren't built that way anymore. They don't. Number one, that's not the approach at the plate. We have so many of these guys that are swinging there. It's a three-run homer with nobody on base. That the that's their approach at the plate. They could care less whether they're ahead in the count. They're behind in the count. It's still the same approach at the plate. Guys don't hit behind runners anymore. We're not trying to move guys around. Now with the, with the National League putting the DH in, now you're, I don't even know, does anybody even bunt anymore? Those days are gone. So, But are the hitters going to adjust? We see these shifts. Guys still try to pull the ball. So until hitters actually start to make some adjustments at the plate, not only trying to move and hit the baseball to all areas of the field, but also start to – to change their approach at the plate based on the count, I think that's still part of it. Hitters are just so conditioned with the launch angle and exit velocity and all those kind of things yeah. with the analytics of how to drive the baseball. I just don't know if these hitters are capable. It's now within their muscle memory and ingrained into what, how they've been playing for so long that this is their approach at the plate. I don't know if baseball changing the with the game changing the baseball, if that's really going to start to have an impact. Will the weather, to your point, That'll have some impact, but I also think eventually the timing will start to pick up, too, with these hitters. It definitely has picked up for Bryce Harper in Philadelphia in this series with Los Angeles. Yeah, all the exit velo and all those things. I mean, that's what gets guys paid now. You know, so I, I don't fault right. them for for kind of crafting their games towards that because I mean, if you want to get paid, and a lot of these front sure. offices are very analytically driven, those are the numbers that they look at. So it's kind of makes sense as to why guys would do that. We got about ninety seconds left here, James. I want to throw an NFL question at you because that's your wheelhouse, that's my wheelhouse. And is there a move that this offseason that we might get in the next month or two that you think could move the needle? Anyway, because Baker Mayfield's out there, Jimmy Garoppolo's out there, two veteran quarterbacks. Do those guys move the needle in your opinion? No, I don't know what's going to happen with Garoppolo. I kind of feel like he's still going to stay there in San Francisco. Do they trust Lance? Are they ready to move forward with him, with the roster the way that it is to compete in the NFC? They'd still have a great chance, made it to the NFC Championship game with him. But coming off that shoulder surgery, we're not even going to know how healthy he is until he's able to to get back out on the field and throw the football. Nothing to do with Baker Mayfield whatsoever. No impact mm-hmm. there. I think, if anything, we're going to start to see some of these other free agents sign. A lot of them, like, like Hicks, for instance, they're – Looking to see, well, a lot of these veteran guys, they don't want to go to OTAs. They don't want to, they'll wait until right up to, to training camp come, you know, end of July, 1st of August to start signing with teams so they don't have to go through all these offseason workouts. Somebody like Hicks, his ability to, to play everywhere on that line from Chicago, I think that's somebody that could be impactful going to another team. But as far as the quarterback position, in particular for Baker Mayfield, who wants to bring that baggage on right now, especially with the contract that's there? Yeah. That Browns are saying, they're, we're, you're, we're not paying any of it. Well, 
well, good luck. You're going to have to keep him on your roster. What a mess there it is at the quarterback spot with Baker Mayfield and the Browns. My guess is that sentiment will change as we get closer to training camp for the Cleveland Browns. They're not going to want Baker and Watson in the same QB room. That does it for us here for Betting Across America. Thank you to James. Thank you to our entire crew out here at the South Point. Coming up next, Ross Reynolds Connection out at Circa. This is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Discover BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Sign up today and win $200 if you place a $10 wager on any NBA playoff game and either team hits a three-pointer regardless of your bet's outcome. Simply use bonus code V. Simply use bonus code V. Simply use bonus code V. Simply use bonus Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. Five to six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to? Like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.